Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. No contracts, no commitments, no hassles, just a better way to watch TV. Never miss a minute of shows like the hit docuseries Where is Wendy Williams or classics such as Friends. If you can't get enough TV, then there's no better way to watch. Philo has more than 70 channels like BET, MTV, and AMC. And the best part? You can try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash poppods. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash P-O-P-P-O-D-S to get 50% off your first month. Hi, I'm Mark Striegel, host and producer of this show since 2005. On this episode, we're going to talk some rock, some metal, and anything else we feel like. We're also going to jam some tunes, have a drink, and share some honest opinions. Thanks for listening to the Talking Metal Podcast. Let's get things started. Hey guys, just got off the phone with Glenn Hughes, legendary singer from so many acts. You guys know from Deep Purple, of course, to his great solo stuff, Trapeze, Black Country Communion. California Breed, Black Sabbath. Remember the Black Sabbath record he did? So many great things this guy has done through the years. It's, it's mind-blowing, and he continues just to put out so much new music over and over again. It's always an honor to speak to him, and I uh, just want to say rest in peace to Aretha Franklin. I had the opportunity to work with her on the VH1 concert special called Divas, where she performed, and Lenny Kravitz performed, and... All, all sorts of other people, Shania Twain, and I think Celine Dion may have been there. Yeah, and I worked with Oprah preparing a package on Aretha's life, which I need to dig out and post somewhere because it was it was really good. It was good. O- Oprah did the VO, uh, did the VO session with Oprah, and I uh, Oprah did one take of everything. That was all I was permitted, <laughs> but at least she did it, which is very cool. She did it for free too, as a favor to Aretha. But yeah, Aretha Franklin, gone but not forgotten. Let's uh, let's talk to the master here, the guy with such just a beautiful voice. And uh, also follow Glenn on Instagram. He's on Instagram. He's very active on Instagram. He corresponds with Emily. She's on my wife. She's on Instagram. Space Pony is her account on Instagram. And we, uh, Glenn, we always love seeing your uh, responses to Emily's pictures that she posts. So on that note, let's get into my interview conducted on August 16th, 2018 with the master Glenn Hughes. Hey, Glenn, this is Mark Striegel. Great to talk with you again. Hello, my friend. It's been a while. How are you? 
I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Uh, although we've had some sad news today. And before we get into talking about the uh, the tour you're doing, I just wanted to get your comments on, on Aretha Franklin. I mean, what what a loss. Uh, you know, okay, get, get a visual, Mark. This is my birth girlfriend's brother was three or four years older than I. I was 14 years old. He must have been 18. He ran a discotheque in the West Midlands in the black right. country where I was raised. And I was this preteen kid and he would have me fetching. He was like a DJ and he'd be playing these Detroit songs and gospel songs and, you know, all the great, as you know, I've got a bit of an R- R&B education. Absolutely. So what I'm getting to here was the first woman, white, black, or whatever color, it doesn't make any difference to me. She was the first woman that raised the hair on the back of my neck when she sang. And as you know, um, I'm, I'm, I'm deeply into all kinds of singers. I'm, I'm a big fan of other people's work. But her voice as a woman did a number on me, you know, because the tone of her voice and the, and the deep well of emotion she brought so every single noun or verb or word she sang just did a number on this this fourteen year old little boy, and I I kind of followed her uh, all these years and, and knowing she was sick a couple of weeks ago, but not realizing she was going to pass it was a look look how how many people has it affected I think her right. death is. It's going to uh, it's going to uh, 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 really really upheaval a lot of uh, people. It's a really difficult thing to think that she's no longer with us, but she is really, isn't she? Yeah, I mean, just such a talent. And you know, you know, we talk about heavy music here on on this on this podcast. But when I go back and look at those clips, like from the '60s of her, which are probably the clips mm-hmm. you, you know you first saw her. It, I mean, like you said, it just put, makes the hair on on your on the back of your neck stand up. It is so emotional, so and so heavy. You know, it, it's like it's deep stuff. Well, can you imagine, Mark? Get get a visual. Or just, you know, get your audio file. That voice, <laughs> you put a rock band behind that voice, and that, yeah. that voice would have cut through all the glass. You know, she'd have broken glass in, in, in Radio City. She, that voice was, I mean, I saw her sing many times live, the Grammys right. and stuff, and that, I don't know if you ever saw her live, that voice. And same with Patti LaBelle. Those voices, that kind of a voice, just doesn't exist anywhere. It, yeah. it was one of those voices that, it cut through, didn't it? Yes, absolutely. Completely. Then you add the emotional quality. You know, I wasn't really paying attention to the words. I was going, how can this woman make that sound with that throat? Yeah. You know, it, it just, and then I started listening to the lyrics. I'm going, oh my God, hang on a minute. Where are we going here? You know, and again, Mark, she was the first. And, and look, there have been other great, uh, I love Dusty Springfield and, and we're having those kind of great singers. But there's only one Aretha and there's only ever going to be one Aretha. And in my lifetime, that's probably going to be the way it's going to be. Right on, right on. Absolutely. What a loss. And uh, to kind of turn the page here and, and, and talk about what you're up to, uh, I just saw this amazing mm-hmm. clip on YouTube of the, the Derp, Deep Purple classic, Mistreated, and it's a recent clip of you out on the road with your, oh. 
with your deep purple, I guess, uh, what, what do we call it? Like a, a, a tribute or a class? You, you know, you're doing, going back to the classics well, here. I got, yeah, Mark, I've got to be careful when I word this because I'm being watched, I guess. Oh, wow. um, it, it, it's called Glenn Hughes Performs Classic Deep Purple okay. Live to make it appropriate and the right title. Because let's be clear, Mark, I'm not Deep Purple. I'm a, mem- I'm a former member of as you know, these days, people are always looking over the shoulder going, hang on a minute, he's not in Deep Purple. Well, I was in Deep Purple, but it can't be called that. So what I'm doing, Mark, is I'm dedicating a two-hour show. And Mark, what I'm not doing is I'm not listening or creating the studio versions. Right. I wouldn't call them sterile, but I think they were just recorded pretty quickly. What I've done, I think may I, maybe the only one that's done this, I've gone back to look at Cal Jam. I've gone to look look at live live in Long Beach. I, I've seen live in Japan. I've seen live in Paris. I've seen live in Grass. I look at videos and hear audio files and going, wouldn't that be an interesting scenario if we took a little bit of that, a little bit of this, and we we have an incredible Hammond player. We have what I'm trying to say, Mark. I'm trying to bring a live element. This 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 show I'm doing isn't a pink. It's not, it's not wrapped up in a pink bow. It's a little angst, maybe a little aggressive, maybe roar, if you will, maybe a fly-by-the-seat-of-your-pants show. It's not going to be something that um, is going to be just pretty, if you right. know what I mean. Right on. And and like I said, that, that clip I saw of Mistreated, I mean, definitely not pretty. 14 minutes long, epic, just outstanding. And the keyboard solo, oh my God. who Who's who's playing keyboards with you on this tour? Oh my God. Well, Mark is kind of a bit of an exclusive for you. I've changed the bloody band again. Right. Uh, only because um, I had some time to think about this in the last three or four months. And listen, put your... Put your uh, sports hat on. Let's just say I'm, I'm going to play in the Super Bowl and I've got to add a few really great players and I've got to bring a new guy and I've got a you know, quarterback. What I've gone and done is if I'm going to be bringing this legacy, this, and by the way, Mark, there's going to be three American, North American and Canadian tours in the next 15 months. There's going to be three of them. What I want to do at this point in my career, I'm not a young whippersnapper anymore. You know, I'm in my mid-60s, if you will. Right. I want to bring the players, I want to bring the appropriate players in that, let's just say an audience member may want to close his or her eyes. They may want to go, hey, uh, for a moment there, I thought I was in 1974. It might sound a bit strange, but I want that to happen, you know, and I don't like letting people go. I'm kind of a... I like to keep people, you know, to play with the same people for 10 years. I've done that, you know. But on this particular start in, in Westbury, our week on Saturday, when we come out there, I'm bringing – I've got Jeff Coleman, if you want to Google him. He was with me 10, 15 years ago, an incredible uh, Stratocaster player. I have Mike Mangan, M-A-N-G-A-N, who was with me in Kings of Chaos with Duff, okay. Matt, Slash, and Gilby. He's a Hammond organ specialist. And I have uh, a Brazilian fellow who lives in Los Angeles, Eduardo Baldos, who's more of an, an Ian Pace snare drum kind of a player rather than a bonzo player. He's more of a real snare influence, like a, the way Pacey played. Do they look like them? No. But do they sound like them? Kinda. 
Right. I think that is the kind of thing I want. I want to bring some originality to the to this show, and I think people will hopefully understand what I'm doing. Absolutely, and I, you know, I peeked at the set list, and knowing that you're jamming these songs out and the the songs that you're hitting, this seems like it's going to be a really special uh, concert and tour. And we encourage all the listeners to check it out when you come through the states. I, w- I was a little surprised to see Highway Star and and Smoke on the Water in the set list, but when I thought about it, it kind of made sense because when you were in Deep Purple, those were obviously there you go big classics that you you performed live. Mark, Mark, thank you for, for acknowledging that because it has been quite difficult with a couple of journals about why I'm doing them. Uh, before I went on my first part of the tour last September in Australia, New Zealand, they weren't included. My management came to me and said, Glenn, let's go back at, and, and look at the annals, at the annals of, of um, Deep Purple, the songs you did with Deep Purple. Right. And lo and behold, and this is kind of spooky, but real. If you remember, you're probably too young to know this, but when Gillan sang Highway Star, I think he only sang it maybe. <laughs> David and I sang Highway, uh, sorry, Smoke on the Water more than Ian did. Not saying he sang it bad or good. It's that David and right. I sang it every damn night for three or four years. Yeah. And also Highway Star. So, and I get to sing Georgia on my mind at the, at the end of Smoke, which a lot of people were kind of hoping I would do. Did I want to do this? I was coerced into doing it. Uh, I have enough songs not to do those two songs, but damn it, I thought, let's give it a trial run in Australia and New Zealand. And my God, they, those two songs were accepted and, and by people. And we've been doing them ever since. Um, I've never really questioned, should I do them or shouldn't do Mark, if I don't believe I can deliver something vocally or playing something that is going to be believed, I won't do it you know so uh there may be some raised eyebrows but i think one might well you know i, I don't know if you've heard me sing i always start with joe satron sorry see by and chad smith it's kind of a right. pretty wild version yeah so you know um i i kind of if i didn't enjoy singing them i wouldn't do them and i think they're working right now maybe they won't be here next year but right now they're working for me very cool. And I was happy to see also in the set list, uh, You Keep Me Moving off of that kind of uh, different era of Deep Purple where Blackmore was out and, and Tommy was yeah. in. Any yeah. any memories of that song or even, you know, the, the album Come Taste the Band that you could share with us? Well, he's, I've never spoke in an interview about this before. You're going to get this is an exclusive for you, Mr. Strigel. All right. You Keep On, move, you keep on Moving was written... In August of 73, and you're thinking, hang on a minute, isn't that right before Burn? Yes. I went up to the, the very north of England where David had a flat above a wimpy bar, funny enough, and we sat down in his place, and I came up with this down, the bum, bum. You can We just wrote that song, and we're thinking, oh, this is going to be great on Burn. Of course, put two and two together. It never made Burn. And damn it, it never made Stormbringer, mm-hmm. but it made Come Taste the Band. Right. So you Richie had a problem with it, maybe? <laughs> Richie wasn't into it? I, 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 it, I, I'm not sure he ever said anything. It just never got past the, uh, right. the demo stage. Gotcha. So I think when Tommy played it, when Tommy played that 
the way he played that reggae thing in there and that really kind of affects it on the guitar. It was more of a journeyman player, more of an adventurous than what Richie could have played. And by the way, I'm very blessed to play with Richie. I mean, but I think it worked better in Mark Four than it would have done in Mark Three. Absolutely. Well, I'm so glad you're including that in the in the set list. That's that's awesome. I'm very excited to to see this tour. I love that you're jamming these songs out. I would imagine that that you're never going to get the same show twice with these jams because you probably never know exactly where they're where they're going to end up. And it's very cool that you're oh. you're going to release some of these these concerts uh, as a download, right? As an album, basically that people can can purchase. Oh yeah. It, 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 the future for me at this point with my with my new team of people I'm working with is, is that, as you know, the, the, it's all about <laughs> the internet these days, Mark. So it's about embracing it. I don't want to be left behind in the medieval period, but um, it's it's good to do this. I, I love to sing live. If you, you know, I adore singing to people. It really, it's the only thing I can really do really well. <laughs> so, um, I don't mind if let's record every show and let's 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 do the appropriate thing and let people uh, go home with a copy of, of of the show. I think it'll be great. That's that's awesome. I love it. And last time I spoke with you, you just had had your knees fixed, and I, I wanted to check in on that. How how's your health doing? How are the knees? Ooh, um, it, it took um, right before the Hall of Fame. I I I had the knees done in November. Uh, in 15 and, and January of 16, of course, the Hall of Fame was end of March. And by the first week of March, I still couldn't walk right because both knees had been done. And uh, then I went into a really, uh, I took a real uh, a therapist to come to my house and stay there and get me to, I couldn't walk right. And by the time I got to the Hall of Fame, I could barely, barely move around that stage. But it's all, I just, I've ran Funny enough, nine miles in the last two days. Oh, running, wow. by the way. Awesome. So it's it's crazy, isn't it, to think that I couldn't even move two and a half years ago, and now I'm 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 throwing myself around the streets of uh, Bulgaria these days. It's <laughs> awesome. I'm glad to hear that. And you know, I was such a fan of that California breed record you did with uh, with Andrew Watt and, and Jason. Do you ever hear from Andrew? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm I, I'm not sure if you're familiar with what he's been doing, Mark. Hang on to your horse here. He wrote a song for Justin Bieber called "Let Me Love You." Oh, I did not ago. know that. Wow! And that went well. That one, that one, by the way, went straight to number uno, uno. And then he started to work with um, a lot of the hip hop dudes and a lot of uh, pop. Let's just call it the pop side of things. So Andrew has switched gears. And he's done more of an in a mainstream party B kind of thing, stuff that you and I probably don't listen to. Um, right, right. But, you know, he's, he's, he, I don't know if he's enjoying it. I'm sure he's having fun doing it. But he's trying to switch gears from being a rock dude to being a pop dude. So I only want to wish him all the very best. Very, very talented lad from New York, 27 years old. And we only want to wish him only the best. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, you know, I was also just a massive fan of the outstanding Resonate record that you put out back in, I think, oh, 2016. Wow. So many great songs on that record. Any any chance we'll see a, another Glenn Hughes solo record at, at some point down the road? Is that uh, in the picture or in the plans? Yeah. yeah, I'm still writing. I just spoke to somebody about an hour ago about do I have any songs I do. Well, I'm always writing songs uh, with Joe for another BCC album, of course. But I'm a writer at home. When I'm at home and I do carry guitars on the road with me and I record on the road and my iPhone is a well-used iPhone now these days. I do write. That's my format is I am, first of all, well, people know me as a singer, but I love to write. That's what really turns me on is to write music. So I've got a, a catalog of songs that I'm sitting on and there will be an opportunity in, in the year 2020 where a window will be open for me to make another Glenn album. Awesome, awesome, cool. Glad to hear that. And uh, yeah, well, I think the last time I saw it was at BB King's in in New York. I'm hoping to see you at oh BB. Yeah. That, that was like a couple of years ago, right? Yeah, that had to be. Uh, maybe three years ago, two years ago. It was well. It was after Resonate came out, so it was probably two it's, years. It's ago. all coming back to me now. It's yeah, all coming back. That's right. It was BB King. Yeah, they closed. Oh they closed that club. So I know. I think you're um, you're playing. I should have it in front of me. I don't have the place you're playing, but you are doing a show in Manhattan, doing the Deep Purple stuff. So I I will be there. I can't wait for that. Sony. I'm doing uh, Westbury on the twenty. I think I've got it in my head. Westbury on the twenty fifth. I'm doing. Connecticut on the 26th. I'm doing the Stone Pony on the 28th and the Sony Musical on the 29th. Sony in, Musical. In Very cool. Great. And 23 countries you're yeah. hitting with this. 23 countries. That's incredible. Well, yeah, I mean, it, this is an ongoing thing, Mark. It's a, 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 how do I say it? I'm contracted, if you will. Uh, and it's nice to be contracted these days. I, I, I'm, how do I say this to you? I don't have time. You know, how many how many August the sixteenth have I got left? I don't have time to wait for people to go. You know, can we wait? No, 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 no. I ain't waiting. I'm in a good space mentally, physically, and spiritually these days. I'm fit as a fiddle, and I have a great team of people around me, and we're on a roll. And long may that continue. Awesome. Well, I think that's a, a great place to end the interview. And again, I cannot wait to see this tour. Now I'm thinking maybe I'll hit at the Stone Pony. That might actually be easier easier for me since I'm in Jersey. But uh, I will be at one of those oh, shows oh, for sure. Oh, well, I, I look forward to seeing you, Mark. Yeah. Absolutely. Come back and say hey. I will, absolutely. Thank you, Glenn. Fantastic. Mark, have a great, great day, and thank you for your call. We'll see you soon. Thank you, Mark. Have a good day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah.
love, this is my town, there is no division. This is my town, this is my love, this is my soul. This is my town. This is my love. from 2016 go listen to that on spotify or download it on itunes big thanks to kevin for setting up the interview and of course we gotta we gotta go out with some deep purple right some some awesome deep purple i love the coverdale use era of deep purple so good love tommy bolin oh man Saw Deep Purple play on their big reunion tour back in 1985, one of the loudest shows I ever went to. Of course, Glenn wasn't with them at that time, but I did get to see the the Gillen, Pace, Blackmore, John Lord, and Roger Glover lineup. Um, that was, really, that was the only time I saw Purple. I'm going to see him again with Priest here in New Jersey, and I'm going to see Glenn Hughes, who was also just a very important member of that band, do Deep Purple, coming up very soon in uh, New Jersey. I think I'm going to hit the Asbury Park show, maybe the New York show. Got to talk to Emily, see which one we can squeeze in. 
Coverdale and Glenn Hughes rocking this Deep Purple classic. Going way back to the 70s, guys. Early 70s. Epic Smoke on the Water by Deep Purple.
Why don't you love me too? Let my mama, my love, my fuel. Save me, baby. Save the world. It's gone so badly. I can't understand why. You got me running like a big winning wheel. You better get your gun. You better get your gun. Cause I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna shoot you down. Come on! I said, Slow! 